the years are, are passing and uh, maybe you have to change your your state of mind how you think and uh, how you go to the court so these things are uh, for sure will change but not my passion and 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 how much i enjoy to be to be in the court so the passion is the and the love of the game is it's something that is it's it's the most important thing for me Yes. Yes. Tallest podcast on earth. Welcome. I am so stoked to bring on Bruno. I don't even want to butcher your last name. How do you say your last name? Rezende. Rezende. I, I want to say it Italian almost. Rezende. <laughs> That's cool. Man. No, dude, I'm, I'm so grateful for your time, dude. And, and when I was thinking about like getting to speak with you, I was like, Man, I remember when YouTube like first came out in like early 2000s, 2000, like, I don't know, seven is when it started becoming yeah. more popular for me. And I remember like at that age, I was just watching volleyball, like just learning volleyball. Mm -hmm. And I remember mm -hmm. seeing highlights of you playing with like Lucas, you know, or like big guys. And, <laughs> and, and it makes me laugh because I'm like, you're, you're 36. 36 now yes yeah and i'm 30 so you're only six years older than me but like yeah. for some reason to me you're like this legendary figure you know who's like <laughs> ancient way older than me and you're still like bringing the energy of like a young kid i just think it's i think it's so cool it's like dude i don't know if you feel this way at all but i remember also watching like you know videos of like justin bieber or something you know and like he's just this kid and i'm like look at this kid he's so like look at all the things he's doing and he's like a year or two younger than me you know yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so weird anyways dude i'm so stoked to bring you on how are you no man i'm fine so for me it's a it's a pleasure to to be here to talk with you uh we have a lot of of uh great battles against and uh how you you put your spirit and your energy in the court is always uh, always nice to me. And then uh, I know I, I heard about your your podcast with Mate. I saw some some videos, so uh, it's really nice to be here to to talk about volleyball. It's not so common in our in our world. So mm -hmm. when we have someone that is is uh, trying to speak about that, to speak about our sport or some. Everything that in our environment is it's always always nice and a pleasure for me, man. Well, that's real sweet of you. Um, <laughs> dude, I again, like I was saying, I, I feel like you've been playing for so long. And the first thing that I'm curious about is like, dude, you've been playing at a really high level for like almost 20 years. Yeah. And you're only almost, 30, yeah. you're only 36, you know? <laughs> like my my first thought is like, what keeps you going? Like you've won plenty of medals and done so many great things like you could go stop your career and i don't know go live some amazing life in brazil like why why are you still playing yeah man it's i think it's just one thing that is it's so important and it's is even really simple but it's something that uh, keeps me going that is the passion because i really love volleyball you know and uh the passion for for the sport is something that uh, uh makes me always like um happy to be in the court you know uh the process everything i just enjoy you know to be in the court and to uh to have great challenges you know every year so different seasons and uh you know but i don't know if everybody knows that I, I i came from a family that have the the volleyball in the vein so <laughs> my father was player and coach of the national team for a long a long time and my mom 
uh, played three Olympic games, you know, with Brazilian teams. So uh, for me, it's like uh, from really when I was uh, a baby, you know, inside the court with, uh, I, I remember doing some pepper with four or five years old, you know, and uh, and that's, it's so, um, it's different. It's difficult to, to, um, to describe this, but it's something that I, I really love. So uh, for me, it's, it's great. And um, just in, in my career, I, I grow up and I mature something that uh, I just have to understand that uh, mind, how you think and uh, how you go to the court. So these things are uh, for sure will change, but not my passion and, and, and how much I enjoy to be, to be in the court. So the passion is the, and the love of the game is, it's something that is, it's, it's the most important thing for me. I like to, I don't know why I like to picture you like coming out of the womb, like entering out of your mom, just hands like this, you know, <laughs> just setting, setting straight out of the womb, dude. Yeah, man. And, and I have something that it's, it's so, uh, I for sure it will be difficult to someone to win what I, I, I want because my mom uh, played with me until six months that she was pregnant, you know, and no uh, way. She, yeah. And, and she won a Brazilian championship with me in, in so I'm no way! Almost, yeah, I'm even uh, uh, Brazilian championship in women's, you know. So that's I think incredible it would be for someone. Yeah, yeah, dude. Man. She played. She played yeah. volleyball at six months. Yeah, five pregnant. and a half. Yeah, yeah. That's unbelievable. Six months. Unbelievable. Man. I mean, I don't know what it's like to give birth, but I can imagine that's like. Uh, I don't know. I thought you're supposed to be like laying on a bed with your feet up. I don't know how it works. Yeah, man. But that, that just was in, in 85, 86. So I, I don't know how it works in that moment. But she played with me until five or, or six months, man. It's it's incredible. Yeah. That's that's incredible. And I want to get to your relationship with your family in a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I'm curious, like you mentioned, you know, as the years pass, kind of your mindset has to change a little bit. So like, what was the big difference between a young Bruno who was like, had volleyball in his veins and was like so passionate and young, you know, the energy when you're like 19, 20, 20, mm -hmm. like in your twenties to now, like what's the real big difference? I think, um, I understood uh, more about, uh, um, what it, what it means to be, uh, like, uh, in, in a team, you know, before I was just, uh, love to play and let's go try to motivate just about, uh, Let's go. You have to do that or something. And um, passing the years, I understood that uh, we came from when I came to Italy. It was like playing in modern my first time. Like we have a lot of cultures, you know, uh, really different cultures. Uh, a lot of guys from uh, uh, different countries. So I understood that uh, I had to have this care about how have some good relationship and how to be uh, a good teammate, you know, like a captain or like a setter that have this role in the team and uh, understanding everyone, you know. So mm. that was so important for me when I came and I, I look like, man, here we came from all over the world. So I have to understand that it's, it's not nobody will be like me, you know, I, I love to arrive before and to practice like my last uh, uh, practice in in in, uh, in my career so mm. every practice for me is like so important but someone is different than me so i understood that this this mindset was so important to change and being mature and and to understanding this and uh, and i tried to do this when i came to modern was so important you know to 
to understand the people, to to try to like a coach. You have to understand who you have in your team and how to get the most, you know, from each one, you know, get them, you know, and, and that, that for me was so important because like a setter, I need this, you know, you need mm. this. And uh, it was so important for for my mindset that changes in, in passing the word. The and I, I feel like specifically the, the setter position is very unique in that way, you mm -hmm. know, where like the setters that I love playing with the most and we've never got to play together, unfortunately, yeah. but like you can have a setter who has like amazing hands, great mm -hmm. location. But if he's not someone who like inspires you to want to mm -hmm. try or to want to go more, you seem, and maybe I'm wrong, but you seem like the setter who can make a bad set that the attacker hits the ball straight into the block. And you're like, that's, that's me. I'm like next one, like get keeping guys going. Do you feel like you've always been that way? Does that feel like a fair way to describe you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. And, uh, in my opinion, I, uh, I have a talent for volleyball because I grew up like inside the court. Okay. But I wasn't like uh, a setter really talent with the hands. Like uh, I can do some examples like uh, De Checo or like Maruf, you know, mm. and like uh, Mauricio in, uh, in Brazil, mm. a legendary setter that we have in Brazil, even Ricardinho. But I have my, I know my qualities and how, and, and the most important thing for me was, how can I take the best of everyone that I have in the team? You know, it's not just about you. It's not just about put someone on uh, no block. You know, mm -hmm. it's not that. It's about how you can play, how this guy uh, besides you will play better, you know? And mm -hmm. that's, I think we have to be so generous, you know, in, uh, in, in, our, in our position, you know, sure. to, to have so humble, you know, not to be the star. We have to make the team play you know and i understand this when i was in the lube a lot of this because i have great I, we played against no you were yeah, in yeah. That year. yeah man we have a great team like dream team no yeah, Montorena, sure. Leal, Sokolov, Simon, man was crazy stankovic and um i understood it's not a i i have to manage these guys and how to do that you know and and was was really crazy that that year for me but that's what I, 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 I try to do, you know. I don't have the hands of Maru for the Checo, but I know that I can make these guys play really well so uh, and, and inspire them and be motivated all, all the time. So I think that's my, my mindset, you know. I, I'm, I'm really curious, like, because you're, to you're totally right. And, you know, I'm really curious from you because, I, and I've said this before, like, for me, it's been such a... I've ridden so many highs and lows in terms of like feeling like, uh, you know, I'm not a middle blocker who's, I don't know, two, two meters 15 or two meters 10, who's just so big that he will always, you know, find the contract somewhere because he's big or he jumps high. I feel like the, the little guy, you know, mm -hmm. and I always feel this like the underdog. Sure. <laughs> and I always feel this extra sense of like, I need to prove something. And it was so interesting to speak with uh, Mateo last time. And having him tell me how it's like really learning to that playing for the team actually makes you in turn so much better. But my struggle has always been like this need to fight and prove myself to say to the top teams, like I'm a high level player. You know, I'm over here saying like, I'm a high level player. Look at me. And sometimes it's honestly hard to to play for the team. And so I, I'm I'm really curious, like, do you 
you know, you've played with guys like Ingopath, you've played with guys like uh, Wantarena, like guys, really high level guys. Did they have the same quality as you? Or is that something that you had to like pull out of them to be like, hey, it's not just about you and your career. Like in order for us to win, like we have to be thinking of each other. Yeah. With Wantarena was really nice, our you know, relationship in the beginning. Um, and he even uh, talked with me after that. He became captain in Lube after that. So, and uh, we have great battles, you know, discussions with him. Uh, uh, once in Poland, after the Champions League, we, we, we talked a lot because I told him he's an example for everybody. But he's an example because of his uh, talent, of how he played, you know. But he has to be uh, the guide, uh, even if with him, example, you know, in how we work every every day, you know, this work ethic and uh, Sometimes he, he wasn't in this feeling. So I, I, I tried to, to push him to change a little bit his, his mind or his type of, you know, of manage these, these things, you know. Hmm. And uh, because he's, he's one of these guys that uh, God touched him and, man, you are the guy, you know. You can stay two weeks without uh, training and you can go and be MVP in, the, in a match and make 20 points. He can be this. Yeah. But it's not about that. It's how people uh, can inspire by you. So... I tried to put this, and uh, and after that he uh, he talked with me. He thanks me about this, and uh, everything had it's a little bit different. He tries to 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 like to have this um, this type of, of teamwork, but sometimes, of course, um, we know him. Uh, he sure. cannot control too much these things, and he can piss off in some moments. But uh, how do you, so? How that, do you how do you manage a guy like this? You know. Man, uh, it's just about uh, respect and you have not to judge, you know, we are different people, you know, it's, it's normal. And uh, there is something that I work at outside of the court, you know, with some mental coach that uh, we make up after the London Olympics in 2012. Mm. Uh, for me, it was a bad frustration, you know, losing that match, losing that final with 2-0 uh, um, uh, up. So was crazy in that moment and uh, I was so down and I tried this the uh, I, I need this you know it's not about just technical tactically I need this this um, uh, mental coach to help me to manage my emotions and to handle what a captain and a setter can handle in the team you know and they understand that that you cannot judge uh, everybody that you have in your side you have to respect that and try to talk maybe this is the best way or not. So be friendly in these moments, you know, understand that they have their uh, limits because I have my limits too. I'm not perfect. And uh, I think this is, and, and be free in a team, you know, when you have a good locker room, like free to talk and you have this uh, complicity, you know, complicita, sure. yeah. you know, yeah. and this uh, like loyalty, it's so, it's so nice because then you can arrive to this guy and, and, and tell him, man, it's not in, in this way, you know. Let's mm -hmm. try to do something different. So uh, I have this with Vettori because Vettori is uh, so different of, of myself, you know, when we play in Modena. And mm -hmm. I try to to understand him. Man, I need you talk with me, you know, what mm -hmm. you're feeling, you know, what, what is going on. We have to get this chemistry, you know. And when we are free to talk, uh, this chemistry can, can work well, you know. Mm. Yeah, I, I think... Uh... 
Look, I think I think it's so beautiful because you're so right. And for me to to for you to talk about having this feeling early in your career, it's such for me an example of why you've been so successful. Because mm. in my opinion, to really think of the team first, it's not always easy to do. Because you're mm -hmm. thinking about your performance. You missed two serves in a row. You're thinking about fuck. I got to do what's best for the team. Like, I just think it's a such a sometimes, great lesson. Sometimes you have to do this step back. You know, you mm. cannot manage everything too. It's, mm. it's, it's impossible to do, you know, you have to, man, I'm not doing great. So I get a step back in a match, you know, but understand these moments is so important. So when you have this, when you are so like free of mind, you know, like maybe we talk about the zone, it's not easy to, to be there, but when you sure. are uh, working on that, you even understand, maybe it's not a good day technically for me maybe i i'm, I'm not uh, uh being so uh precise you know setting in four so i cannot manage everything i cannot just go like a captain and motivate the people I yeah step back you know now let me focus about about my my performance because if i play better i will help the team too so it's about that you know you have Is to understand these moments i think so so help me understand so you you use as an example like let's say one game you're having a hard time being accurate in position four what do you do what's your like in-game change look like man uh, this is something that i work a lot no like uh, with meditation with uh uh no breathing and a lot of things that just try to to to, to not uh play uh, Thinking about consequences, you know, about the future. Because, man, uh, this is normal in our in our head, no, in our mind. Uh, man, if I lose this point, man, we're gonna lose this set, and then we're gonna go to fourth uh, place, and then the media will uh, kill us. So, man, it's just about that moment. You, I made this three hundred times uh, every day. So it's just mentally that you know, and it's okay. Just think about technique in that moment, and the most important thing is uh, thinking the present you know in that in that action so it's try the meditation is is like this no you focus in the present you don't have any other you try to do this yeah. no any other think about past or future you know it's focus on the, on the present so i think this is the most important thing in volleyball because it's so quickly you know if yeah. you have a a mistake, you know, you have a mistake. Okay, man, the next one. I did this 100 times. It's okay. You know how to do this. Just think about technique. Just, you know, prepare better your hands and uh, let's go. It's okay. It's like this. And I, I think it's such a beautiful message because it's also not only does it apply off the court, just in life yeah. in general, yeah, but yeah. It, it applies across all sports. Which yeah, is why yeah, yeah. all of the greatest athletes have either some sort of like sports psychologist, mentor, somebody. And one of the tools is breath work. One of the tools is meditation. So like did your before 2012, were you like doing those things before the game or like what does your routine look like now? What did you learn from your sports psychologist or your yeah, yeah, yeah. psychologist? I, I started to do this, you know, to uh, before was like the, the beginning of our work was like uh, manage my emotions you know i was so nervous in some moments and uh, after the the losses for sure i was always like pissed off for two days you know or was so you know i i didn't want to talk with nobody so let's try to control better these emotions you know like 
it's normally you have fear, you have, uh, uh, I don't know, anxiety, you know, you have uh, uh, joy. It's just about emotions and how to manage this. And in the beginning it was like that. The meditation starts, the tool of meditation, of brief working, starts for this, you know, to control better the emotions. And after that, to have this, uh, because in the sports, you have to, to enter in the zone. You have just to think about the present, you know, not mm -hmm. make a lot of, like I said before, consequences. Think about what will happen if we, you know, and uh, this helped me a lot, you know, in some moments that I, I'm thinking about, man, if we're going to lose this. I remember the match against France in the Olympics, men in Rio was before the quarterfinals. Who lost that game was out, you know. Yeah, yeah. We were at home, man, and was for sure the most nervous game in my life. And before that match, I made all my routine like. Wait, really I quick, Bruno. Routine. I I really want to I really want to better understand like because I have my form of like meditation and breath work, okay. and I'm really curious like what does that look like? Can you break down just like yes, quickly like what that looks try. like? Yeah. Uh, always before a match, maybe I'm in a hotel or at home before a match, you know, I, I, I put my music, one, you know, of these uh, meditation music, so calm. And um, what you use, Spotify? What you use for meditation? I music? use Spotify. Now I have my, my, my uh, mental coach, he, he puts one uh, like playlist of his music that he, he took. Uh, and then okay. I use that playlist. Okay. And um, I put that and um, it's about, I have two types. When I I'm, I have not too many time, I, I do like just counting respirations, you know? Yeah, to yeah. To one Classic. until 100, you yeah. know? Just try to focus in that. That is the most simple one. Mm -hmm. And if not, we have like a type of uh, of audios that he put to me, you know, he, he, he recorded to me. And uh, and I, I started to go to a place that is my place, you know, my safe place that is in a mountain uh, uh, under a, a big tree, you know, and, and I have that moment, you know, to just to, to, to be calm, to focus, you know, and uh, when I have something that is maybe make me worry, I try to work in that moment there. So it's it's a type of meditation that I use like this. It's speaking to you like... Yeah, Bruno, yeah, yeah. go Speaking. go to go to your tree on top yeah, of the yeah, mountain yeah, yeah. and sit there. You are there. You are ah. feeling good now. So you're just listening. No. You're not thinking yeah. about being no. there. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm listening, and, and 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 I think that I'm there. You know, I, I try to put yeah. myself there. But yeah. everyone have the, the type of you can just listen, or you can go there, or you can just see you there. You know, it, it depends how you how you work with the meditation. But yeah. it's so so important. I I, I try to. To, to, to give these advices to my, my friends because now it's getting better. But even for, for our life, you know, our outside life out of, of the court, it's so important to, to have this, uh, this type of tools, you know, because after this pandemic, we, we, sh we saw, man, how, how many people, um, you know, get uh, yeah, yeah. lost. So lose this mind, can yeah. help, losing mind, because this makes you like, thinking about what you are doing you know and mm. man now when i'm cooking i want to cook you know and i don't want to cook and think about uh, so let's try to do this every moment you know like to be in that moment you live better like this you know for sure i dude i completely agree and i think what people don't understand is it's like anything else it takes yeah. training yeah you know it, it takes training. exactly yeah our brain is the same thing of our 
biceps, you know, when you go to the to the gym to do, you know, uh, weights, it's the same thing with our brain. We can work in, in, in this, you know, so mm. this is so important. I, I think that's that's really cool. I, I'm really curious, like, do other players on the national team or in your experience, uh, you know, playing in Italy for so long, do a lot of other players do this or not? Because in my experience, I feel like maybe I'm wrong. Okay, but I feel like a lot of European players, they're like, I don't know if it's uh, like uh, the culture or something, but I feel like they're afraid to get in touch with themselves. You know, mm -hmm, it's like mm -hmm, this very traditional, yeah. I am a man. I don't yeah. think about my emotions. Like, do you have a similar experience or? Yeah, yeah. It's not easy. Huh? Even in Brazil, yeah. I have some some guys that are, we made like uh, with one uh, mental coach with the national team uh, mm -hmm. in that two years before the, the Olympic Games. And I have a lot of these guys. Oh man, again, I, I don't, I don't care about that. You know, mm -hmm. I don't. But uh, man, just respect this. You know, if you don't, just be there. You know, close your eyes and think about what you want. But yeah. a lot of guys like that. You know, and maybe help for someone. But someone don't, don't, uh, don't trust in this, uh, in yeah. this type of thing. And and I have another type of like, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, to be in the zone or try to man. It's so it's so different. So I, I I try to give this advice for for everybody, and and I hope this can be more. You know, uh, we can talk more about this because it's uh, it's something that will help uh, everybody. Dude, I I love to hear you say this, man. Like I I think it's it's so important, and you know, for me, it's like it's not a resource that I was even told about until later on in my career. Like I didn't really yeah. know about. Like it's not taught in schools how to like handle your emotions. And the other side of it that I'm curious mm -hmm. about is like, we're talking just about volleyball, but what about the fact that like we play volleyball and then we're resting and recovering all day. Like you could be doing nothing, playing video games, watching Netflix all day, but it's not adding value to, to your happy, to your yeah. happiness, you know? Yeah. And I, and, I yeah. Yeah. No. And, and talking about that is even for your life, like uh, these emotions that I, I, I started to do these. It's even to to have a relationship, even with my family or mm -hmm. with my girlfriend or with someone that man, after the match, it's over. We lost. If I get this for two, three days, how can I live with someone, you know, with me? I will not be a good person for this, this one, mm -hmm. you know. When someone have a family or something like that, you have to, to have this, you know, this 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 uh, this mindset this emotion intelligence emotionally i don't yeah, know yeah yeah emotional yeah. intelligence for sure yeah emotional intelligence yeah you understand you know the moments and uh, what you are doing so i think it's so important for for us everybody uh, to to understand that yeah I, i i completely agree and and i'm you know i'm curious too like okay uh, i know i see you posting photos with like Neymar and Gabriel yeah. Medina like yeah. I love surfing so I think yeah. it's so like it's yeah. so cool and and yeah. I I'm really curious like we are such as human beings we are such a product of our environment you know and the people you surround yourself with they really have an impact on you so I'm curious like are people like Neymar and Gabriel like are they people to you that inspire you and have created yeah. this beautiful environment in which has pushed you to exist at a higher level Yeah, man, I, I'm doing a book here in Italy, and uh, I will ah, send nice. you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, please will, send me. Yeah, yeah. We will, uh, I think in March of next year, 2023, and uh, I get these two guys to make my. I don't know how the, the before is a, a, a like a, dedica a dedication. Yeah. Yeah, the before, you know, uh, yeah. because they are two guys for me so important because mm. I'm 
older than them, but uh, we change a lot, you know, about our experience in the sport because, man, for sure, Neymar is, it's in another level because, sure. the, you know, the environment of the football is so, but we change a lot how he can manage the pressure, you know, mm. and uh, and he wrote these two pays really well. So it's really emotion too. And uh, how we have the sport, like our passion, and how we manage this pressure for mm -hmm. a long time, you know. I'm being the, the setter and the, the son of the coach, and and he, he like, uh, you know, the, the joy of Brazil, you know, this, this diamond of Brazil, and uh, mm. to get this, this national team. So we, we change a lot of this experience, you know, and we have a lot of up and downs in our lives. Yeah. You know? So uh, Did you Medina, meet them? Did you meet Medina, them when you were young? Yes, yes. In two, uh, Neymar was in 2010. I, uh, I, I won the, we won the in, uh, here in Italy the World Championship in 2010 with the mm -hmm. national team. And then I come back to Brazil and have a concert of one of my best friends in Brazil. He's a, he's a musician there. And Neymar was there. And he's a good friend of, of, of Thiago too. So friends in common. And we start to, to, to have this relationship. And yeah. Medina, Neymar uh, introduced him, uh, him to me. So was so so important to have these guys because they can inspire me and uh, I know that with my experience I can you know pass these things you know Medina starts to to have these meditations to have this um, uh, half uh, brief uh, work you know after I talked a lot with him so he passed for some problems some injuries uh, familiar problems so yeah. now he's in, in a good shape so it's 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 nice to to have these uh, these guys and to inspire you and in the same time to help them you know because our friends yeah and you know we don't uh, this podcast for me is about you for sure and i i want to highlight you in that way but i also thought it was so cool that you know it looked like i followed surfing a good amount yeah. that he took some time off for his mental health and i just yeah. thought that was like such yeah. a cool thing to do you know yeah. like no, it was so, perfect for him. Yeah. It was perfect that yeah. time for him. He was like having a lot of problems outside of the surf, but mm. he had to manage that, you know, before you had to, to work in that moment. And uh, he started with uh, not just a mental coach, a psychologist. So he started to do this job to be him again, you know, to yeah. like... Uh, uh, I mean, it's reveal. so easy... Yeah. yeah, it's it feels like it's so easy to lose yourself. And yes. I could only I could only imagine being even you being someone who's like highlighted and I'm sure in the I want to get to this too, kind of the culture of Brazilian volleyball, but it seems like uh Brazilian uh sports culture in general is like very proud, you know? Yeah. A lot, man. I have yeah. just for me everybody talk about because I have the Italian passport too. Oh man, why you not play like uh, Italian? Then you maybe you have to, you can play in Italy for a long time if you yeah. because man, if my national team call, even if I already quit, I will go, man, because it's it's the most uh, uh, beautiful thing in in the world to 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 put my you know my my national team jersey, you know, mm. to have that flag, and um, it's it's really proud for me. So uh, it's it's so important for us we have a suffer people so the sport is always like a, a way to go out from a lot of things in brazil so mm. uh, i understood that uh, from the beginning of my life like uh, ayrton senna in formula one and uh, after that gustavo kirte in tennis on ronaldo you know and then we have a lot of these guys in the national team of volleyball so 
it's it's so grateful to to give that joy for for our people that uh, doesn't have too much dude i uh yeah you're, you're you're talking about it like sports is like your way out almost yeah you know and i'm curious then like what was your besides like your family what was it like growing up in brazil like was it something that it was so easy to get caught up in bullshit and guys just like fucking around or like man in in my environment no i have like uh, i went to a good school and because you know my parents always tried to but in brazil we have a lot of these possibilities we have a great sports uh, volleyball players like they ex from you know favelas and and environments that they could go and just uh, be i don't know where you know so mm-hmm. it's not easy there and uh, for me it was a little bit easier in that in in that point of view but for sure like having parents like i had like with uh, a good uh, you know in a good uh, social uh, and 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 money i just could be you know another guy that uh, just don't do nothing or just study for but uh, when the sport entered in my life i, I just want to to follow the, the their steps you know and uh, yeah. that was so like uh, a love of, of first view you know and, and that's it yeah do you, do you feel like uh, like now because i know for myself like as i'm as i'm getting older i'm realizing how important it is to give back which is a part of why i started this podcast just to to highlight like that some of the most amazing players in the world are also amazing human beings and that they also like had a learning curve you know that they weren't just like born an amazing setter and like can handle pressure easily that like we all struggle with it you know yeah yeah, yeah. <sighs> we have a lot of these up and downs and uh, in my book i i, I tried to, to tell about that that was you were doing here and uh it's right to 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 open you know because maybe when the people looks uh, like a, a really great champion you know that won everything man this guy is a superhero man mm-hmm. we have the, our up and downs always we in, in some moments we are uh, like insecure you know we have a uh, fear uh, uh you, you we don't we want to quit so uh how we can manage this and how we make the, you know, the, this, uh, this change, you know, and uh, that's, that's the most important thing. I think we can inspire because a lot of people have these problems, even inside the court, outside the court. So the sport, the, the story sports are so beautiful to, to because we have everything, you know, we have a lot mm-hmm. of values, you know, it's so many things that we can, best for the people so that's what is is really nice to 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 be in here and and try to pass this this experience uh, uh i'm curious when you say you're writing a book because i had no idea when you say you're writing a book are you writing it by yourself do you have no. somebody no, no i have two, two other people here that are helping me they came with this uh with this idea with the book huh. and uh i thought man maybe it's because in my in my head i was like no, when I stop, maybe I will. But man, I'm 36. I have a career and I want to pass these things, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for the people, you know, try to just let them understand that uh, it's not just about winning. It's about a lot of things, you know. So when I I, I, I read the Nadal's book, man, mm-hmm. was so touched me so well because he was talking about one of these Wimbledon finals against Federer, and uh, 
one he lost one this and he was so insecure in that moment he had a lot of fear and then i i was like thinking about man this guy that for me when i look in him lane is like he's a beast you know he's a lion he never gets fear he never hmm. man he just opened his emotions there so and how he can manage that so this is so inspiring you know how this guy can uh, can get this uh, you know the circle and, and 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 move on you know so that's that's really inspiring and, and then i i think about and let's try to do to do this thing too what's what's the i don't know how much you're like allowed to talk about in terms of the book but uh <laughs> what was like the the idea what's the concept of the book the beginning is it's uh, talking about the moment that we lost uh, the olympic games in london because ah. that was for me that my game changer you know that <clears> moment I, I already won before, you know, world championship and things, but the Olympics for me was like the obsession, you know. Uh, I had this pressure about uh, being the national team with my father coach, you know. Hmm. And uh, I, I won before that some titles in Brazil, but, you know, the media, the volleyball team was, after the football, the, the most important, you know, team uh, in Brazil, in Brazil. After football, volleyball is most important? Yeah. In That's that so... moment, un until now, yes. Because, yeah. man, that guy's won, like, for 2001, they won everything. Yeah, you know, yeah. For four years, and then they continued. And and then that generation was so important for, for, for volleyball and for our country. Hmm. So we have a lot of, you know, media, uh, fans, and everybody talking about. And then when I entered in the national team, have this moment of ah but he's there because of him because he's a talent or because of his father you know so mm. this pressure in the beginning for me was i always have here i didn't you know uh make someone uh understand that i have this in my mind but was always here and then we start one we win uh like uh i was like already the 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 titolare how i can say the like the starting setter. The starting, the starting setter yeah. in the national team in 2009. And we yeah. won World League. We won uh, World League again 2010, Grand Champions Cup, World Championship. And then we go uh, for the last two years uh, of the of this, the, 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 the cycle uh, before yeah. London. And we go to London. And uh, uh, in my head, it was like, if I win in London, Man, it's over. I won everything with the national team. Nobody can, everyone cannot talk about me or my yeah, father. Yeah, I'm the yeah, guy, you know, yeah. and you have to respect me about that. And then we lost. And then for me, it was like to, to get like, a, you know, like my, my, I don't know. It was like I fell down, you know, yeah. in that moment. And we were so close, you know. Yeah. We had the match point, two match points, two gold medal points. So. Oh. Man, it's tough. It's that's tough. so brutal. And then the, the start of the book is like that because that's my game changer. Hmm. Uh, and what I felt in that moment in the match, like in the fourth set after we lost, is like I was completely lost. You know, I didn't remember nothing. I just cannot manage my emotions in that moment. I was just thinking about what uh, the, in the, the moment you mean. lost in that yeah. moment. Yeah. Oh, man, we, we lost this opportunity. I was in the serving 25, 24. Why I didn't serve like this? And and man, and the game was going on, going yeah. on, going on. And oh, I was man. like lost, man. And we lost the fourth set and we lost the tie break. And I was just, 
And then the book starts with this moment because mm. after that I start to, it's not just about technique. It's not just about tactic. It's about here, man. Mm. It's emotional. So let's, let's work in this because I, I never had this in my mind. Oh, it's okay. I'm playing well. I'm physically uh, in shape. So, but was here the problem, you know? Mm. And then I start to, to understand that uh, my mind could uh, uh, make my game and make me better. So that was my, my game manager for sure. And uh, <clears throat> so that's the beginning of your book. Is the, is the overall, what's like your overall message? Like, like why? Okay, you want, you want to, I'm sure you want to, you know, describe your experiences and hopefully inspire yes. kids. But yeah. like, what's the, what's the deeper meaning for your book? Yeah, for me, it was like, it's like uh, the experience that I have and what they can pass in every experience that I have. I, I will make an example because it's, it's maybe it's easier to understand. When I entered in the national team in 2006, uh, man, they already won like Olympic gold medal. I mean, you're playing with legends. Yeah, just legends. Yeah. Sergio, yeah. you know, uh, Gustavo, man, just legends. Ricardinho, yeah. just these, these legends. And for me, it was like a dream, you know? I entered in that, uh, you know, in Saquarema that we have the, uh, our, our center. And uh, I entered there in, in the first day, practice at 7.30. My father always started before. We want something, he started the, the, the training before, you know, hmm. earlier. Because he told that uh, we have not to be accommodate you know yeah never. yeah never so it's always worse you know like putting more pressure you know in in, in that in that guys so i entered in my first first day that and 7 30 man this guy was like we we make in the morning two groups one group go to the to the weight room the other group uh yeah do some, some work, uh, technically yeah, yeah. Technically, you know, defense or reception or something like that setting, just technically without the jumps. And then, man, I was just looking Sergio, that legend, man, going whatever to took a ball, to defend, to receive and to something like that, like a monster, you know, 7.30 in the morning. And I, I saw and I watched and I, man, this is for me is, is the, Nobody has to talk with me. This is the example, man. I, in that moment, he inspired me forever. You know, uh, that's it, man. This guy won everything. And at 7.30, he just won more, man. He's mm. until hungry. So this work ethic, his dedication, his talent, and how he do in the process makes me, you know, inspired. He doesn't have to talk with me. Oh, Bruno, you have to do this or that. That example to be there in seven in the morning, doing everything, jumping around the, the court and, and being always, you know, um, with full of energy, you know, powerful. And that inspired me. So I'm okay. And I want to inspire people to understand that the work ethic is so important in life, man. If you want wow. to, to accomplish, you know, this is one example. So work ethic, how can I, you know, put in the book something that maybe I can inspire someone. So this is I, one example, you know? And, and I think that, uh, I think it's such a beautiful example and it's so simple, you know, it's such a simple, simple example. And uh, it's also, you know, you talk about having teammates who are from different cultures. It's mm -hmm. a language that everybody speaks, you know? Yeah. 
It's like, if you want to be the guy who's just like, you're like, cause I've played with players before and I won't name their names, but like who were really high level players who didn't try so hard in the weight room. And mm -hmm. sometimes in practice, they're just like fucking around and like not really yeah. trying, mm -hmm. but you, you see a guy and I, every team I've ever been on, there's always one example of just a guy. Maybe he doesn't even get to play, but he shows up every day and gives everything. That guy inspires me. I've had the same, yeah. I have the same thing. And it's, it's so powerful because it's like, that language, the body language, the, the, you know, your ability to just be in the moment and do your best with everything, it really bleeds into other people's lives like you, like you wouldn't imagine, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's different spirits, you know? He has the spirit, not just him, huh? Jiba was the same. Hmm. was a beast, the same. And man, I, how can this guy cannot inspire me? You know, they want everything. And they are still here, hungry, you know? And Sergio always told me, man, you know, you see the ball, for me, it's like my, my plate of meat, of meat, you know, it's my meat. Such a Brazilian because, example. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, I came, he, he told me, I came from favelas, you know, I didn't have nothing. So mm. this ball for me, it's the meat, you know, I, I, I want to eat this. So mm. this is so, you know, powerful message, but it's simple and, and man, it's impossible. And when someone go to the national team and a younger guy or something really talent but with not this work ethic of or this you know uh, dedication inside or this type of spirit naturally this guy mm -hmm. you know be you know out you mm -hmm. know because you don't have this this work ethic you don't have the the same spirit of this guy so when you put that shirt man you have to understand that or you give 110% every day or naturally you are not be in the team, you know? So, wow. and I can, something, it's something so big that that generation and my father was maybe the guy who uh, put them together and put mm. this work ethic in, in, in this philosophy for them, but was so, so important. Well, and I can only imagine there's even more pressure knowing Brazil is just stacked with good players. Yeah. Like you, you guys have such amazing, like I, I look at the middle specifically. It's like you have a list of like eight to 10 middles that are fucking good. Dude, you yes, know, like yes, yes, I can yes. only imagine there's even more of that feeling of like, this is my opportunity. I'm going to take it. You know, uh, you, you, you talked about uh, your dad a little bit. I'm, I'm really curious, like, uh, like what, 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 do you, what would you consider is like his style of training, you know? I'm really, I'm really interested in like Brazilian, uh, not just Brazilian culture, but specifically when it comes to volleyball, like Brazilian style of training. Okay, we, if his um, staff and his, they have a lot. Of, we we practice a lot technically too, because maybe in Italy is not so normal. You 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 played here, you know that in in the morning, you know, man, we do a lot of defense, you know. We put that uh, tables, you know, the yeah, table, the boxes, yeah, the, yeah, and we have some three or four guys that come just to help us, you know, that have good mm. uh, arm, yeah. and then they were like, you know, hitting us, and bam, 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 and doing a, a lot of them in the morning, you know, technically, uh, even for setters, you defend two balls and go set, yeah, and come back and defend another ball, two sets, and then doing this aerobic and technically uh, 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 practices, so. This is something that is different that we have here in Italy. Hmm. And um, in general, when we, in the afternoon, when we had just tactically, you know, six against six, 
we didn't have too much like uh, here they like like objectives no yeah. playing sets or mini sets or something like that my father in the beginning he never did that because we already like Brazilians we already have too much you know pressure and fights you know yeah if you put more pressure like this man for sure we're gonna fight in the in the practice it's all know? those chascarias baby it's all that meat you're eating yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> that's it you know understand yeah, sure. sergio if someone told no the ball was out no man the ball touched the block i know if you put you know the score there this is the best be, man this is the be best. crazy yeah be crazy. yeah lorenzetti put this in modena uh when i came <clears throat> piano was here vettori and has me ngape and kovacevic three guys that have this type of you know yeah. man a lot of times we just you know uh getting not the t-shirt then um kicking, kicking the balls, balls yeah kicking the, man you know a lot of times man because we cannot manage that you know in the mm. practice so it's something so different but um we were so focused in brazil to do it's not just about uh, no no score so you you can prove whatever you want no we have to work like this we have to look like that but you have to to understand your team and who the guys you have you know but like the type of my father's uh works is like that in, in the court and so you man, guys kept score a lot a lot of like co competition is that what you're saying without score without it's, score without score we don't use score you know Interesting. we don't yes we in the beginning, after he put one or other day, but it's not like here in Italy that every day you put something with score and uh, and uh, was Man, was something because we already had this competition. We yeah. already have this yeah. hunger, you know, to, sure. to improve, to get in for another level. So I think uh, that what works for for us in Brazil because it's so interesting. My experience overseas has been uh or, or professionally has been if you don't put a score guys just don't try like majority of guys just don't try as hard so yeah, i think that's, that's, so, yeah. that's so interesting that, that yeah for you. yeah but that that's that's the mindset of the of the philosophy of the team that they put you know yeah you don't need score you just have to do the best that you can you know yeah. and and that was so i i talked with a lot of coaches here in italy and in brazil we are not habituated to do like this and um and 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 I ask them. Uh, I apologize them. I'm sorry because sometimes when you put score, I will go out. You know, of my sometimes I I I, I get so pissed or nervous or something. And sorry, I'm I'm just not uh, habituated to do this. You know, in in Brazil, mm. so I have to understand. In the beginning, it was like this. You know, with Lorenzetti when I came, I told him, coach, for me to play to I, I will be. But he uh, understood me, but he told me, it's not everybody like you, you know. If I don't yeah. put score or not put an objective, they will not uh, do what they can, you know. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what you told. So, yeah. so that, that's interesting. Well, I, you know, when I, when I think about like American style volleyball, and mm -hmm. I was just trying to like break down the training a little bit, a little bit. Like we never really do like I, I always see this. I see this with Japan too and Brazil, another great example. Argentina, I think, also. So mm -hmm. much defensive practice. Mm -hmm. So much defensive practice. And and I think it's smart too, because like you said, it's not like you're jumping, you know, a hundred jumps in the morning and then you have training in the afternoon. Defense yeah, yeah. Is, is more aerobic maybe than it yeah. is physically mm -hmm. uh, on your body, like you know, yes, like, yes, yes. and, and, and uh 
Yeah, go I ahead. Think it, I think it's so important because uh, you have to put this, like, have to be your, because I, I think that the, the defense and cover and these things are, depends more of you, you know? Hmm. Like, how you... Mentality. Your mentality. 100%. Yeah. You know? And you 100%. have to work this. You have to work this in your team, you know? Like philosophy. I told them, we started now in our team here in Modena to do more. And it's another team, you know? You feel, because my father always told, defense is our, how can I say, il termometro. Uh, the, when you, uh, or fever, or how many degrees, uh, the ter thermometro. Okay, thermometer, yeah. Thermometer. Yeah. It's our thermometer. Interesting. If you are in the game, it's because we are defending, you know? It's yeah. our thermometer. If you yeah. are cold and not defending, I know that we are not in the in the good energy, you know? Yeah, it's really so interesting. So it put this like the thermometer, you know? If we are hot, it's because we are in the game, you know? We yeah. are touching the, the balls and, and we are alive, you know, in the game. If and not... For sure. Defense is the, the thermometer because it depends of you, you know, your mm. mentality in that moment. So it's it's interesting. This. And for sure, this is very obvious in watching you play that this is like what also separates you as such a great setter. You said before, you, you're not the like, you don't have the best hands in the world. But fuck, man, you defend like a goddamn animal, bro. <laughs> you know, like you're a fucking animal, dude. And like, I, I totally agree. And I think also... In my experience, it really separates the good teams from the great teams. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't take, it's not even like, okay, sure, there's like technical ways to get better at defense. But man, defense, in my opinion, is like 90% mentality. Hit me, you know, like yeah, waiting yeah, for everything. It. Like yeah, you yeah. see so many guys, it's like they're, they're not really paying attention. It hits off the block <laughs> and they just kind of look at it, you know. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. man, I think it makes such a big difference. And it's also like, it's the most, in my opinion, is the most selfless thing you can do as a teammate yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is, is covering balls, you know, and you, you see cool. it you, like, especially, I don't know what it's like in Brazil, but in the, in the States, you see it at the younger levels. Kids aren't covering, bro. <laughs> Kids are just trying to fucking bounce yeah, balls, yeah. you know, like no one cares about covering, but no, no. I, I think what's so beautiful about this message is like, it's not even just about covering. It's about that if you have the mentality that mm -hmm. you want to touch everything, that you want everything, it, it increases the level in your thermometer. Yeah, and it also makes you better at every other skill because it's like everything. You know, if you start to take this mentality, it just bleeds into yeah. the rest of your life and you as a volleyball player. Yeah, for sure. I had another great coach that I had in my life. I have a lot of great coaches. Just always they have something to... that. I take for my for my career, you know, mm. just one of them in, in that uh, moment in Modena, one coach that I didn't have this relationship. And I, yeah, it's just one year, but it's OK. One year it's OK. I have like almost 20 years of, of my career. So I have great coach. And the Georgi, when he came for Lube that year, then you were in Milano. It, it's after after a match against you. We lost against you in Milano 3-0. Yeah, and I in remember. that moment. Yeah, in that moment, Mede was our coach, and the team just didn't, you know, we didn't have uh, intensity. We, we were just playing just individually and not like a team, you know. And in that moment, uh, I'm I'm so sorry for Mede because he, he was a great guy, but maybe he had um, in that team wasn't worked, you know. Mm. And then came the Georgie, and his first meeting with us, he told 
a lot of great things that just touched me and changed the team, you know? Mm-hmm. And one of these uh, was like, you now, you play like, seems like six guys in the court, you know, individually. You want to uh, just set the best ball the, uh, without block and Leal wants to hit in the three meters. If someone defends, you just, oh, no. Volleyball now is about uh, intensity, how much you be in the court and mm. how much you are like six type of of uh, heart, uh, how can I say heart? Uh, Arteries, maybe. Uh, heartbeats, yeah. I don't know. Heartbeats. Okay. Heartbeats, you know, we need to be one really heartbeat. You know, we have to in the same, you know, in the same thing. So this depends of how is our mentality in the court, you know. So he starts to do a lot of practices of covering because it's in, impossible to have like 70% every game in the match, you know, in attack. We will not do this anymore. Everybody are, are doing great we are playing in the, the best league in the world so it's not a problem if someone defends the ball you just have to put your your team and go get go get you know go defense go cover uh, we not have to be perfect we just have to understand this and play the the game with more you know unique you know and not just by by yourself so mm-hmm. it was so important these these things that they he creates in our group and um, we start to play much better, you know, mm. and uh, yeah. like it, it was incredible uh, how he changed that uh, mentality and the philosophy of that team. Uh, I'm, I'm really cur- curious because you said you've had so many great coaches and I think that's so amazing. And in fact, it's so funny because like I actually feel like I've had the opposite experience. <laughs> Sadly, let's say um, I was a little let down by like, you know, as someone who was playing in the States and we don't really have a pro league for men in the States. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I was hoping, oh, now I'm going, you know, straight from university to Italy, the best league in the world, maybe. And and to to have a high level coach. And I was always a little disappointed. And And so what I really want to know from you is like, well, in your opinion, what makes a good coach? Is it some a nice speech about uh, that we need to play as a team? Is it training? Like, what is it like? I think we never have will have the the best coach. You know, the the perfect coach. It's impossible. You know, it's it's impossible. Sure. Uh, and it's about I think about of the coaches. It's about us too. You know, mm. it's about how we understand that coach. Maybe this guy will not be so important for you technically okay but he has something that he can get sure, me, yeah. he can give me you know mm. so that's it i think the best coach that i will have i think he had to be so balanced in everything you know with good technically um, trainings or and, and and how to you know explain for under- the young understanding guys. of the game for sure yeah, yeah. Understanding of the game, you know, for sure that's important, you know, the moments of the game and uh, uh, emotional intelligence is really important, I think, in this moment. You know, you have like 14 players, everyone from one country, I don't know, or yeah. from one uh, culture that thinks in, in, in or different walks so, of life, for sure. Yeah, walk yeah. of life. So you have to understand that to how can I, how I say it before, to get the most that you can of this player you know the potential that you can you know how i can 
take the best for, of him. You know, how will be my approach with him? So it's so important for the coach this this thing too. Maybe we have a lot of coaches in our life that one guy is so good technically. Maybe he doesn't have this emotional intelligence, you know. Sure. Or yeah. maybe he's so good in speech, but he's not so good technically. So it's normally. It's like yeah. us. We we are not perfect. We not yeah. do everything in the best, uh, you know, sure. with the best quality. So it's it's about us to understand. And man, it's okay. Maybe. He's not so, but he can give me in another. Uh, and, and for me, the most important thing, it's your relationship with him. You know, 100%. the loyalty, Man. you know, the the respect. But uh, you have to really uh, believe in him. You know, you, you have you have if he tell you, man, go and now jump from the, the second floor of your of your apartment. I will jump. Because I trust him, you know, yeah. and that's the only only coach that I didn't trust, you know, hmm. was in that year of Modena, and and that's the problem because you don't have the, this type of relationship, and this is impossible, you know, to have a, a coach like this because if you don't have this relationship, will be tough. I could not agree more, and in fact, now I feel so blessed to have uh, javier weber i'm sure you know he's yeah, uh yeah, he's, yeah. he's my, my coach first now. coach man professional coach ah yeah first professional coach yes 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 uh, I love not him. not tabata Uri Sur, ah, okay. Sur, 2003 okay. yeah man i i don't know what you remember from him that was a long time ago wow uh but even no, we for played me... tabata too 2003 or two years ago we played together again ah, okay you yeah, played so... together no, no, we, he was my coach. Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. okay, okay, okay. I was like, damn, how old are you, bro? <laughs> uh, but dude, I, I think, you know, now I feel, and I've said this before, but I feel so blessed to have a coach like this. And just in hearing you talk, it's like, I couldn't agree more. It's not the fact that he's a, it's a bonus for me that he played in three Olympics, that he has the, the mind for the game. Like we can have really high level conversations about the game. This is a bonus. The yeah, thing that I bonus. love the most about him, he has also this like, I'll call it Brazilian fire, even though he's Argentinian, yeah, you know, yeah. this like so much passion, like he's still a yeah. player. Yeah, you see yeah, this yeah. when he's coaching too, you yeah. know? He, he, he yells at you, but the reason that you accept someone, a coach, to yell at you is because, fuck, I respect this guy. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And every single practice or every single game, he's with the same passion. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's something to me. It's like you talked about how, you know, you can be the player who inspires someone else. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like, what a blessing that I have a coach who actually inspires me to be a better player. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. not always just the player. It's like, man, you can have a coach to your point who can change your life, who yeah. can say one thing. And it's like, it's not just that the words he said were like, oh, really resonate with me. Is that mm -hmm. also, I really respect this guy. And like yeah. ha Javier is someone who is like, he's thinking the players first. You know, a lot of, a lot yeah. of times, for example, right now we have some guys with some injuries and mm -hmm. Javier put the trust in the player. You say you're injured. Okay. When you can come back, you come back. A lot of coaches that I know, it's like the the doctor said you're fine. You're gonna practice today. You know, yeah. it's like it's so beautiful. And this to me, it's like he really, I mean, right away within the first week of getting to know Javier, first day, the first conversation. Honestly, I was like, there's something about this guy. You know, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. Something he, I'm gonna he really learn cares. from him. He really cares about yeah. you. He really cares about the team. You know, and that's uh, I think the most important thing when you have this type of of loyalty of uh, you know human relation is uh, it's something that uh, um, 
because we are a family. When you are a team, we are so much together. So we need to have this, you know, we need mm. to, to care about each other, to, to feel like that you are, you will not be the best friend of everybody in your team. But when you have this type of, of locker room, you know, this, uh, you know, this harmonic, you know, yeah, I mean the the whole atmosphere of the environment. Yeah, the, of the... Yeah, the environment. Yeah. This is so fucking important for me, man. I I just uh, believe that is uh, is the most important thing. And it it also makes uh, playing so much more enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. There's sure. there's nothing better than to have a coach who's really passionate that you respect, to have players who are really passionate that you respect. Because, man, and you said it before, and it, I think it's so true. Respect, in my opinion, is like the number one thing. But respect is earned, you know? Yeah, it's, earned, yeah, yeah. it's earned by the way that you carry yourself in on the court, in games, in practice, off the court. is like, and, and once you gain someone's respect, it's like you can go anywhere, bro. Anywhere. You can go fucking anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? I just think it's so cool. And I, I, I wish it's something that I could really understand at a younger age, you know? Yeah. yeah like yeah. in and, my youth. Yeah. Have, have one, one uh, uh, phrase, like... Uh, some words that are beautiful that is like uh, uh, for enjoy the ride, no? Enjoy the ride and yeah. trust the process. And uh, it's not just about the medals or what you want in your career. And it's with who you are, you know, who you mm. share these moments, you know? Mm. This is so, so important for me, you know? I, I shared moments with some really great guys, you know? Uh, and uh, this is so grateful you know i'm grateful for sure we because we play for win always yeah but uh when you have like a, a good season without a title but with really nice guys that you you know put them in the heart is, is something that you uh, i think you you have for the rest of your life you know you just uh and it's so so grateful i'm Dude. so grateful that have a lot of great guys in my life you know and then yeah they inspired me they they make me better so it's that's the most uh the, the the moments that i share with these guys are are, are incredible and that's what makes the journey of sports so beautiful yeah. and I, yeah. I agree in fact like when i think about the, that year i think about my year in milan you know like my year in milano i had uh mateo i had mateo. nimir i had chebul uh ruben shot klinkenberg like so many and john joe was there like so yeah. many guys who were just such good guys you yeah. know like such good people and it made it was one of the first experiences i ever had where it really felt like a team like we were yeah. really playing for each other yeah. and we lost to modena in the quarterfinals which, quarter is fine, <laughs> which is fine uh but you know it was like to your point is like we didn't win a medal we didn't have yeah. we had a good season but we didn't have the yeah. best season ever with really really good players you yeah, know, yeah. but I'll never forget this season because of the relationships that I built with these guys. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And and when you win and we ha you have this uh, inside, you know, you create this, man. Then it's uh, uh, you know unbelievable. You know, that's why I, I I put in my the, the tripleto when we do in modern with Mateo and mm. Veto and Gapet, Lucas. Man, we create a group like was amazing, and we did whatever you know. We won and we have a great group. So, you know, we were making barbecues every week and we were, you know, going out and was so yeah. something so special, you know, and uh, incredible. It's just uh, but sometimes we just want to uh, replay that moment. But yeah, 
every group is different. You cannot do the same thing. You know, everybody is different. So it's just about create something good, you know? Dude, let me, let me ask you as, you know, luckily I think for you, you've got to play with some of the same guys for multiple years. Mm -hmm. You know, something I've struggled with personally is feeling like every year for me is a new team, a new mm -hmm. group, a group of guys. I don't always connect. Like, for example, Matteo Piano is someone who will be my friend forever. Yeah. But it's not like every team I have three, four, five guys that it's like, he's going to be my best friends forever. And it makes me feel like, I don't know if you know, like, like pessimistic where I'm like, why give all my energy to come over, mm -hmm. do things when, when the season ends, ciao bello. And uh, I never see them again. Like, how do you manage just being a good guy and being inclusive and uh, understanding that, like, you know, you now have so many relationships. You've played for so long. You have so many people in your life that could call you every day to see what you're doing. Like, how do you manage your time in this way? You know, like, yeah, man, that's why, of course, even if I played with a lot of guys and I have like uh admiration and I, I i love a lot of these guys maybe i don't have the same you know contact that uh once you know sure. some guy that i played in i don't know in the beginning of my career that was so special for me but we don't have any more contact but i know that i'm so grateful of them and mm. and i try to live it's it's just about living the, the moment you know mm. like here i'm trying to to, to, to live this moment and to, you know, get connected with a lot of young guys, really young guys, 20 years, 21. Yeah. Man, they are so different moments of life, but I'm trying to connect with them, you know, and I don't care. I, I, if in the end of the season, I will not even have the contact, you know, even have the, the phone number of yeah. him. But in that moment, we really create something, you know, and yeah. it's not just about the team. It's about... To, to to be to be happy you know in in your day you know yeah. in your uh every day it's in your life because yeah. yeah in your life you know it's just about going dinner together and have good time that's it i think i i in these moments before i have maybe other thoughts about that but in these moments it's just about uh living the moment you know living the, the, the present and uh, and, and dude, grateful of everything, man. Dude, you're honestly just talking to you is getting me inspired, bro. Just like riled <laughs> up, like I, because I also I'm tired for myself and for myself. I just feel like I've for years felt like this underdog, and I have to prove myself. I don't need to be best friends with everyone. I need to get out of France and come to Poland. Get out of Poland, go to Italy. Like you know, fighting my way up. Mm -hmm. And you can really lose yourself in this uh, trying to do something for your career. And mm -hmm. as you get older, you realize like. Bro, relationships are everything, man. Yeah. And, yeah. and you never know and, who you can inspire, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if means what you achieve, achieve in your career, like medals or trophies, or maybe because of who you are, you know? That's so, I think, uh, of course, if you win, it's most even beautiful, you know? But if you have these, I think it's, it's so you can inspire like you're saying you can inspire because um with the spirit with the energy with who you are you know and then it's not always perfect i have my bad days too it's sure, not about yeah. a day that i want to, to be alone you know here or call just my family and uh, you are a little bit sad it's it's and we have to respect even our bad moments huh? yeah sure it's just about that you know we yeah. just have to respect ourselves because it's not always like 
You know, like no. I know you know piano. It's almost every single day is incredible. You know, <laughs> I have some guys here too, always smiling. And man, I, I want to be one hundred percent, but I I cannot. You know, yeah. sometimes I'm, you know, a little yeah. bit more nervous or something, and it's normal. It's okay, but uh, we and have to try to to be in in this mood. I think. And t I totally agree. And you know, like for example, Benjamin Patch is my example. Matteo yeah. is another example yeah. where it's like. Dude, you slept like four hours last night. You wake up, you're going, you have all these things. You're meeting this guy for lunch. You're doing this. It's like, how the fuck are you doing all this? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. how do you have the energy? Because I'm not that guy all the time, to your point. Yeah. And I yeah. think what's so cool about what you're describing is it's like, it's about better understanding yourself. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and what you can bring, where you can improve. And a, a lot of that is, uh, as you described, like getting internal and understanding like yeah. who you are and taking the time to strengthen that muscle, you know, and yes. I, I think yes. that's, I think that's so cool. And you, you spoke also about like, uh, just made me think about, uh, like how medals aren't everything. And it's like, man, I, I'm more curious because you've won a lot more shit than I have. <laughs> But you know, like, for example, when I was in college, I played at university of Hawaii and like, we had such a good year, my junior, senior year. I was like, it can't get any better than this. And then you leave and now it's been, uh, you know, almost 10 years since I was there and I go back. No one fucking knows who I am. No one remembers the season because life moves on. You know, it's like you win the, the Supercopa or like you win the Italian league. Great. It's amazing feeling winning and winning championships is an amazing feeling. I only won one in France with Khan, but fuck, I loved it. You know, it's like the club is happy. Everyone's happy. The city's happy. It's so great. But then next year's a new championship you know and I, i think what i'm feeling from you is it's like man it's about building yourself to and growing allowing yourself to grow and bringing people with you along the way you yeah. know like it wasn't easy the, yeah. all the journey to understand this huh? it wasn't easy i even when we, i was in the uh, and uh, the only title that uh, missed it to me was the world championship hmm. And uh, and the Champions League, no. And we had that possibility in the first year. Yeah. And we lost the World Championship, and I made that horrible game against Trento in the final. Mm. Horrible game uh, in Poland, the World Championship mm -hmm. that year against Trento. Man, I made a bad game, and I after the match, I was like, man, in the moment that no, I want to quit. No, I cannot do anymore. Uh, I was, I want this, I want this title and you just fuck it up everything, you know, and I was so pissed off with myself. And then I, I said, man, why you are so, you know, blaming just you and it's okay. Maybe you will not have another opportunity, but maybe yes. What, what you can do about that? You know, what you can manage, you, you got blame yourself and just that until when? You know, hmm. so I understood that. Okay, let's move on. Let's try again. And then I have a, a speak with my agent because he was so worried about me because I told him, no, I want to go, go. I want to go. I want to. You have to suspend my contract. I don't want any money. I, I want to go back to Brazil. He told man, come down, hmm. come down. It's just one championship. Don't worry. And then in my that moment, I have like five hours of being, you know, out out of me. And then after that, I think about, man, it's one championship. Let's go. Let's keep moving. Huh? And then in the end, when you do the things like great, you know, was so important that year. 
we lost the Italian Cup and then we won in one week. We won the, the Italian Championship and the Champions League. But how we... It's not just about winning, but it's how I could, you know, be another guy. You know, mm. I was so sad in the beginning. I wasn't, you know, feeling myself. And then I could come back, you know, and play in a level and have good relationships. And I understood, man, we have up and downs but it how you understand that moment you know hmm. you cannot blame yourself forever you have to to move on you know it's okay you lost but trust the process keep going you know yeah. and then for me that year was so important you know give me that uh, i have I, i'm have faith you know a lot of faith you know and uh, and i trust that something is if you are doing your things with passion and in the right way something great will be for you you know i i trust this um, every day you know I, mm -hmm. i go to bed and i trust this always yeah it's so so fucking awesome uh I, and I, i'm curious too because like you're clearly so passionate about volleyball <laughs> like clearly yeah. you know like where do you uh where do you find balance in your life you know man i'm a, a guy that i i love to to go out you know i'm Maybe my life, I'm still single now. I had a girlfriend for three years, but then we we we, we finished, we broke up. And uh, I thought that my life was for volleyball, you know. I, I made this sacrifice to, sure, yeah. to be, you know, like so uh, focused on volleyball. Yeah, yeah. But I started to understand that my life outside could be good too, you know, mm. so... I love to go out. I love to go dinner. I love to, when I have a free day to, to uh, travel and to meet some friends and to go out uh, for a bar and a night, you know, I, that's my balance, you know, mm. and I balance with, you know, reading at home or uh, talking with my family, yeah. meditation helped me to, you know, to, to be grateful for everything. So yeah. for sure, I, I think that maybe making a comparison with other guys for sure i spend more my energy in the volleyball for sure i, yeah. I know that for <laughs> studying or being in the court or you know being in the gym i know but that's my way of of living volleyball you know mm. i'm not doing that of sacrifice you know it's because i really trust that this work ethic and 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 this passion it's what i like to do you know mm. it's my life yeah but outside i can You know, I'm so, you know, like free. I feel free, you know, in yeah. my life, and and I and I go everywhere. You know, I have a lot of friends, so that's it. That's my balance. I think that's yeah. my balance. And you're a good dancer. Are you a good dancer? I don't think I've ever seen you dance. Man, we've been, we've been dancer, to the club man. a few times together. Yeah, but yeah, I've never but seen I'm you not dance. A good dancer. No, I just can't go to the, the club, but I, I'm not a good dancer. <laughs> <laughs> you're just the guy chilling in the back drinking. No, a no. No, get some moves, but not too much, you know. Yeah, Just not too much hand some... movement. Yeah, no, no, no. What's no. what's your like? What's your drink of choice? Huh? Beer guy, cocktail. What do you like? Man, I'm a beer guy. Yeah, and beer and wine. Here in Italy, I started to to un bel vino rosso. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what's but what's I, your I'm... your favorite red wine? Red wine? You like? Yeah, red wine, red wine Brunello di Montalcino. It's mm. my it's my favorite, man. I mm. I, I like really like a, a good wine. Yeah, fuck. You know, I, I tried so hard when I was in Italy to like understand wine. But you know what really turned me off is the people who are so into wine that it's like, ah, you taste this, the, 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 like for me, it's like, nah, -uh. 
if it tastes good, give me some more, you know? <laughs> I'm not this guy, man. I'm not, I cannot, but I, I know my favorites because I trade. Well, of course. Lot, okay, this I like. Okay, yeah. that's give me another. Yeah. yeah, that's it, that's it. Fuck, that's so cool. Uh, dude, I, just to kind of like shift gears a little bit, I'm really yeah. curious, like, I think this is really important to talk about. I know, you know, originally I had reached out to you because you posted something, I think it was last year, mm -hmm. about the the schedule for <laughs> volleyball, about the, you know, and, and you've been doing this for so long. I'm very curious. Like, you go from your overseas career, which let's say starts in October, finishes in the early May. You go directly to the national team. You start in May. You finish at the end of September. It's like nonstop. And uh, I, I couldn't, I don't remember. I think what you posted uh, was in uh, when, uh, Portuguese, yeah, but yeah, in uh, Vienna, yeah, yeah. But I had this feeling that it was like a player got injured or something, yeah. Alan got injured, yeah, yeah, or yeah. opposite in that moment. Uh, this guy, I was in that moment, um, uh, really mentally a little in, in a moment, difficult moment because mm. we end here the, the, the season in uh, in Modena and was. A little bit tough in that end of the season. Hmm. Uh, we could go to the final. The final, and we lost. Uh, we have some suspension of Leal. Was a lot of things that happened. And then I told, no, okay, I just get one week and I go to the national team. Will be a new experience with young guys. I think I didn't realize, you know, I didn't erase that moment, that final uh, of the season here in Italy. Yeah, and I just sure. start again. You know, I just start again. No. I was so, you know, no, it's okay. It's a new moment here in national team with young guys. And then I remember was the first two weeks was incredible with the young guys, you know, everybody so uh, motivated. And then we start to play. And then in the first week we lost in the VNL. We lost against uh, USA and China. And man, change the mood, you know, hmm. the staff, the coach, they were so... Man, it's crazy. Oh, we cannot. And you know that when now we have to stay 40 days out of Brazil, you know, and uh, they weren't, you know, making changes in the in the match. We are playing four games in the in the week. And our coach wasn't doing, you know, change, playing just with the starting six, maybe yeah. one of that. Yeah. And every team are doing that because man, VNL. In the way that they, they want, it's impossible to play every match, you know, mm. this starting six. You have yeah. to do some changes. You have to, to get some young guys, you know, to because it's, it's impossible. And then we go to Bulgaria and then we played against Poland. We lost. And then second match against Serbia. Serbia with all the guys from the bench, all the guys, nobody played. And we played with the same team. And after the match, I talked with the, the coach. I told, I told him, Renan, man, you need to go do some substitutions because if not, we'll be tough for everybody. And for, you know? for people who don't know, the, the schedule was three games in a row, four in a row? Four. Four in a week. From from Wednesday until Sunday. So you have maybe, you have played three, one, three, and one, or two, one, three, so, and two. It's so crazy. Yeah. 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 And, and then you have one week free, but this one week free, you are traveling. You know, yeah, to yeah. to some place, yeah, and uh, crossing the world. You know, uh, yeah. for us that we are in Brazil, it's, it's crazy. A lot. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, we have that match, and I talked with him, me, Lucas, and Lucarelli. Man, you have to. 
No, I know, but the pressure because we have to qualify for final eight and the pressure of the media, of the fans, everybody. Yes, I know, but and then in the day after, in the first set, Alan played every match. Alan played every match in that wow. competition. Was like four, two, six in the seventh match. He uh, broke his uh, Achilles, torn the Achilles. Wow. And he was injured like five months before. He mm -hmm. already made another uh, surgery. So in that moment was like when he made the, the injury, I was like, I don't believe on this, man. I was talking about this yesterday, about this. And then, man, and I was, I entered in the, in the locker room. I just give him a hug. He was uh, crying and I started to cry with him, you know, because I was so... Mm -hmm internally like emotion because of that moment and then in the in the in that night i started to to do that uh, you know that uh, that post that yeah. uh, about the schedule about yeah. that thing because uh, for sure something that uh, our coach put him to play seven matches but when you every match counts in the ranking because now it's like this every yeah. match counts in the ranking yeah. and the ranking is important to qualify to the you know every match counts yeah so they do this without thinking about the players. They are doing this yeah. because of the business, of the everything, you know. And then I try to, to put this, and we have some meetings in uh, with the FIVB. One of them here in Italy, when Micah was with me, uh, Micah Christensen, Kevin Tilly, me, Zaitsev, I don't remember, some captains of some national teams. Uh -huh. And we talk a lot about, about, that, about that with them, about the calendar, about this. But man, it's just about business, you know, and uh, we'll be again this year because now they have the, the, the cities, you know, the, the countries that we'll host. Yeah. And we're playing uh, like uh, we're playing Philippines, France, Canada, you know, Poland, the final. So Jesus, dude. Yeah. What it's do you do? Incredible. What do you do for the week in between? Like, if you go, let's say you play in Canada first, you finish the week, then you have it's it's like a week Man, free, and for then the us, next. Yeah, but for us, it's it's impossible to. Maybe no, for sure, that's what I'm. Philippines, you cannot yeah. go to Brazil and come for back. Sure. To, you yeah, that's have crazy. To go. So we 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 still uh, we go to the city and. Yeah. We still, Man, sometimes last year I, I was my birthday two July and we were in Japan. I think it wasn't Tokyo, it was, uh, I don't know, Osaka. Man, we go out in Japan. We go to dance in Japan. Osaka is pretty sweet, though. I love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I like Japan. It was, yeah. was nice. Yeah. Man, you... So, uh, I, I'm trying to at least be mentally okay and do my things, you know, be more uh, calm. Because before yeah. I was like, no, just focus on the match. And because we have this week of, man, if we'll be like this with 36... Will be uh, tough for me, you know. I just well, have to now. Dude, I, I, I want to go to I want to go to Philippines. I want to go out and to understand a little bit more of culture, you know. I, go, I want to go to Ottawa and to go and to see something because before I was I was going to Paris. I don't care. I'm being in the hotel. I do you know study the the team that we're gonna play. Now I I change this, you know. I yeah. change my mind. Ah, we'll be like this. We're gonna go make it. I don't know how many kilometers in the world. So, okay, I will enjoy this moment. I don't yeah. care. Wait, really, really quickly. How do you study? Like, what do you like to do as a setter? 
you, you talk about like watching film. Like, what do you like to watch? Yeah, I like to watch my my films. You know, to understand what I'm doing. You know, what uh, if something that I can uh, improve or maybe a feeling with someone or maybe something that I'm doing too much that maybe the other teams can study me in in that way and uh, study the other team. You know, the standard that they they play. You know how they play. Uh, not just against me, but against other teams, and uh, even some middle blockers. You know, when I play against, you yeah, know, sure. try to to get them, uh, maybe them uh, worse. You know, uh, movements or something. Yeah. So that's it. Or this guy likes to jump. This guy likes to read something. Yeah, I'm curious too, dude. You know, like it's classic that you see now, like high level setters do like a little look you know they do like a little look when the ball is being passed is that bullshit bro i still be honest with me because i study it sometimes like and i'm like this setter does it as a habit this setter when he looks and sees the middle is here he likes to do this because i'm on the opposite right like i'm watching you that's all i really care about okay Mm -hmm. this attacker likes to attack here great this attacker likes to attack here great but i when i like to study film i like to watch like how does the setter like to play does he like to call gap to set back like you Mm -hmm. know different characteristics but i like to watch also some setters have this habit to look like this and sometimes i think it's fucking like it's just trained. He's not doing shit with that, you know. I think I think have the ball, man. I think uh, because it's so it's so fast. Yeah, everything for sure. you know yeah, so yeah, fast. Yeah. So even when you look and you see something, sometimes you cannot change because maybe you have yeah already, yeah sure uh, uh, something that in in your mind, you know. So sometimes works and sometimes I think doesn't work. I, I'm not usually looking too much but have yeah. some setters that is always you know yeah i don't know but i think they some sometimes like william no arjona oh he's one of the he's one of my favorites yeah he's yeah. great incredible he looks every time yeah you know he looks every time i think it's good i think it's when you have this uh maybe this is a talent sense, even yeah for sure this sense for sure yeah but sometimes i think uh you have to go not just to put one on one. It's not just the best thing, you know. Put one on one. It's in certain moment of the game, man. You have to give the ball to who is making points. You know, you have to be efficient. Yeah. So that, that's the thing that sometimes I, some players, some setters, they want to to put one on one, no block, or it's okay, it's nice, but. You cannot just think about that. This is the most important thing. The most important thing is to win the match. Yeah. And if you have to win the match, getting the ball to the wing spiker with uh, two blockers with every time five block. you, you have to do <laughs> yeah. this. You yeah. know, you have to win the match. So that's, you know, we have to balance this. You have to manage this. The setter have to manage this. And for those middle blockers listening, this is good to know. Okay. This is good stuff to know because I totally agree. And that's why, like, even for me, I'm scheming like, okay, it's uh, 23, 23, 24, 23. It's the game is past 20, you know? And for a middle is like the most important thing to understand. Don't, don't be distracted by what it looks, be, be efficient in who is going to score this point for this guy. Put yourself in the mind of the setter because to your point is like, if you're a setter, you're going to take the chance with Ingapath with a triple block than uh, to be fancy and try to do something. And but, but maybe the most important thing for a setter is to create the set 
that you put everybody in the match, you know? Hmm. That's the, the perfect thing. Because when you arrive in the end of the set, man, I can do whatever thing. Because yeah. I, I put them, you know? Sometimes you play middle, sometimes you play pipe, sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody are, 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 are hot, you know? Yeah. Everybody are, are in the game. So that's the, you know, the... But it's not like this. Every match yeah. is not like this. Every yeah. set, you know, you have some. But uh, this is what I can imagine kill. is the most is the most enjoyable being a setter when you're playing with your your all your positions and everyone's attacking at like a high rate, and then you yeah. can do whatever then you can you do whatever you want. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Then, then it's, it's it's the the best. You know, yeah. you you have you need a plan. You just play. You know. Yeah. Then. Uh. Okay, I know we sidetracked a little bit, and uh, we're we're getting close to two hours, so I'm gonna let you go here in a second. But I I just to get back to what we were talking about about the schedule, I I think it's just so important. And I sent you that message, like, and you had your now that I understand more of the story, like a real reason for for posting that on Instagram. And I've been talking about it forever. I'm personally really fucking tired of it being normal that players have to get shoulder surgery, that they have to get knee surgery. It's like the, it, how do I say this? It's like, yeah, it's just normal. It's like any pro sport. Ah, yeah, injury is just a part of the game. But my question is always like, okay, sure. Like volleyball, especially as like attackers, it's a, volleyball is like a poison for the body. We did not evolve to jump, you know, 100, 150 times every day, six days a week, every all year round for in your case 20 years you know like we didn't evolve to do this as human beings and i i think i'm always searching for the solution of like man what can we do to change this because i'm tired of the narrative of sports and specifically volleyball that it's it's just a part of the game yeah i myself i had shoulder surgery at 19 years old i had knee surgery I, i've had surgeries as well and I'm always thinking like, man, I, I want for the next generation that they enter into uh, a sport that gives them life, you know, and doesn't always uh, destroy their body. And then you see, you know, these ex-volleyball players now who are walking like uh, with the canes, you know, like, uh, I don't want that. Ben, uh, what I say, I'm, I was talking with you. Uh, we had this meeting with them in 2018 and uh, we tried to, to put this because... My care in this moment is about the athletes. I don't care about business, business about yeah. money. Uh, man, if, if we have to stay in the level that we are about money, that's it. The business is like this. Um, our fans are these type of fans. Okay. The thing is, the career athletes, you know, the body of the athletes, the mentality of the athletes. And we started and we talked about that. And every meeting that we have, like captains with the 5EB, and nothing changes. Mm. You know, when you are sitting, you, you are in, in Portuguese, we, you know, I have a, a knife here. You are punching a knife, you know, like, pam, pam, because you, it seems that you are talking with nobody. Mm. So I think them maybe a boycott, boycott. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's just the only thing because, man, uh, uh, I'm even tired to try, you know, to talk mm. and then to arrive the schedule of the of the the next uh, yeah. Nations League is the same thing, you know, same uh, uh, long flights and yeah. That's let me it. let me ask you then because I think what we both recognize, what I recognize for sure is, 
I understand it's a business. And thank God, because this business allows us to make money and pursue what we love in life. This I can yeah. respect. Yeah. But there's a line where it's like, it can't all just be about the business. There has to be some compromise. And if players like you don't speak up, nothing will change because the next generation will come. And, and especially when you're younger, you don't care about your health. You're young. You just want to try to make it on the best team and make more money and play for a good contract. And, and then the next thing you know, you get older and, you know, it, it's, uh, you start to realize the importance of like recovery and different things. Yeah. And I understand that uh, maybe it's just a part of the athletes because are the athletes that play in a level that goes to national team. Sure. And we are like, uh, I don't know, we can put uh, 10% of all volleyball players in the world. Sure. That have this type. These others, 80 or 90%, they have like two, three months off season. Three, three months off season. Yeah. 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 So I understand that it's not easy too, because yes, but you if you want to do this, you have to sacrifice, you know. But I think they can manage better this schedule, you know, in for sure the international schedule. And uh, last year, I, I think because maybe the type uh, you were in the uh, in the in the bubble in Rimini, you know? Yes, yeah. yes, you were there. <laughs> Man, yeah. it's too much time. But make like like a bubble, not a bubble, because the bubble was because of the COVID. Yeah. But in just one place, you know, it's not the same thing because you have to go to to Philippines, you have to go to Japan for the fans. Okay. But at least you you are taking off some some travels and the, the travels the jet lag you know that it's stuff so, kills, yeah. it kills you know yeah. and yeah. in economy class you know yeah that's come what on I, you guys I, you don't fly in first class baby man just who won or gold medal in uh, Olympics or gold medal in world championship yeah the other guys me Lucas and Lucarelli the other guys are always in economy class you know yeah. so man. We are doing these long flights. I can't imagine these arrive. giants in the... Yeah, man. And we have to arrive and to go to practice, you know? Yeah. So at least put us on executive uh, class, you know, so, first, uh, first class. I don't know. So tell, so tell me then, like, uh, if you could change right now, if, you, if they said, whatever you want, Bruno, we'll do it. What would you ask for? And it's not easy. You said it, like you said, it's complicated, no. you know? For yeah, sure. it's complicated. For sure, like, they want to do a VNL like this. And uh, I will try to do a better logistic, you know? The team cannot stay a long time out of home, you know? Maybe, maybe change a little bit the formula of the, of the VNL. And uh, first class for everybody, you know? And then this year will not be so much because after that you have like a one month and a half until the European Championship. And then I think we, we don't have to be more than two competitions in the, in the summer. Yeah. Not more than two. This yeah. year will be three, you know. Yeah. Two is, is enough. Yeah. Two is enough. Have two. Ah, you want VNL because, okay, VNL and World Championship or VNL Olympics. Or VNL European Championship. This year will be VNL uh, European South American uh, 
I don't remember the in North America championship. Yeah. And Olympic uh, qualification. So it'll be three. It will be longer. Yeah. You know, that they have to do this, man. They have to, and we need, we need at least uh, 20, uh, one month and one month without matches. That's what I was, that's what I was Two thinking. Two months well. that no matches, no official matches. You even national team, even clubs. They should pay to send us all to the fucking Bahamas or something, you know? That's yes, what I think, baby. And send us to vacation. The, and pay for a vacation. Yeah, it's like a, a normal <laughs> job, man. Yeah, it's like yeah. a job. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it's so interesting. And I'm, I'm a little surprised to hear that, that you guys all had like what sounded like a good conversation with the FIVB yes, and they did no, nothing. They, no, they, 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 they listen us. They listen, they listen. But, man, you have to do something. Yeah. It's not just about listen. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's the it's the same concept on the women's side as well. Yeah. Yes, yes. When we have this first conversation, was like we make a boycott in uh, VNL of 2018. They want to do some photo shooting, some things or some videos. We made one year. I made with Max Holt. We were playing here, and the next year they want to, to do again with us. I I remember I was in Chivitanova. And in that moment, I was so pissed off because we made the, the meeting one year before with them and then they didn't care about nothing and they made the same thing for the next year's schedule. So I talked with the captains, guys, nobody will do these uh, photo shootings and videos for this campaign of VNL. That's our type of boycott. If mm -hmm. they don't change something, you know, we, we are not on of this. Hmm. So I talked with a lot of captains. I called uh, even Jordan Larson and uh, and the, the girls of some yeah. uh, some uh, women's national teams, and we talk about that. And everybody did this. Nobody make the you know the, the campaign for VNL. You know the publicity, all that videos. Yeah. And was our, our you know our type of of boycott. You know, yeah. like man, we don't do this. And then they they started to to talk with more, you know, conversations and like this, but things are not uh, changing too much. And, uh, you know, I, like you said, it's, it's complicated and uh, you've tried to boycott, we've tried to speak to them. Like if there's, you know, in my opinion, uh, this is why I, it's so complicated because like, it sounds like you guys are trying like you know like and by you guys i mean like the captains of the national team like are co are coming together around the world to, mm -hmm. to to try and speak up but my hope is that like if someone is listening like is the, how can people begin to advocate for this because honestly i would love to be a part of the generation who who says hey we need to start thinking about the athletes first we're not stupid i understand it's a business and and we're grateful for this because it supports yeah. our lives but yeah. we have to do a better job and uh, I don't want to sound like an anarchist, you know, because I'm, <laughs> I feel so passionate about it, but I, I'm just so, it, it, for me, it's uh, like you, we've talked about from the beginning, it's not just the physical part. The physical part is undeniable. It's undeniable that it's not good for you. Stop. Mm -hmm. There's no more conversation. No one can argue that it's no problem. That, no. But it's also the part that doesn't get talked about, which is the mental side of it. Yeah. And it's so important to to take a step back, man, because I'll tell you what, like even for myself, I've had injuries in the past, like I had knee surgery three, four years ago, mm -hmm. and it was the first time I felt like a real depression because volleyball was taken away from me. 
Yeah. I couldn't do. And you know, when you come back from an injury, you probably don't know because I feel like you never get injured. No. You have the no. <laughs> until now, nothing, man. You got those special genes, baby. You know those <laughs> special genetics. But like, I remember having that injury and feeling so depressed and like, oh man, who am I outside of volleyball? You know, and trying to really find myself. And and what it also taught me was. Fuck, I still love and have so much passion for the game. And you don't need an, uh, hopefully, you don't need an injury to have this, to reignite the, the fire, you know? Mm-hmm. But sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes taking one week, two weeks, three weeks, a few weeks off of volleyball, you start to miss it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start you to miss it. Yes, yes. And, and for me, it's like, you're going to see athletes performing at such a higher level to give them this time off. And I don't know if... Uh, you know, like even maybe with like Neymar or someone in football, like do they have a similar schedule no, or no, no, no? And they have always, they have always. It's one month, at least one month. Boom. And for sure, Boom. and it's and it's the same in the NBA. It's the same with you know most sports have an off season. Yeah. And to your point, and it's this is I can imagine it's even more difficult for someone like you, where Brazil, there's just so much pride. Like you said, if uh, you know you're 50 years old and you're on your couch watching TV, and you get a call that they need you to come play, yeah. you turn the TV off and you're gone. You yeah, no, because sometimes I have some uh, a message from fans. Uh, you have to uh, leave from the national team, leave for for some young guy. Man, this is my job. This is what I love. If I if the coach call me, I will be here. You know. Yeah. And then I don't like to call the coach, man, coach. I don't want to go to Philippines. Let's try. Or maybe if you have this idea because you want to get experience of, of your other youngers, okay. But if not, I, I want to do everything, you know. I, I feel bad not to be with the team, you know, yeah. just because I am. No, if have this complete competition, let's go, you know. And that, and, and, and then why they, that's the, the point that you made, you, you talk. It's that they, they want to, Change this, man. Change this schedule because gives us, gives the, the, the guys to to get more motivated to play this, this VNL, you know? For, for sure. And I think it's also really important that it, I think about the same with injury. There, there are so many athletes right now, high-level professional athletes who are injured, but they don't want to say anything mm-hmm. because they don't want to give the spot to the next guy who start to play well. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like, and, and as an athlete also with passion and pride and love for what we do, I want to play through. I want to mm-hmm. play through a little pain in the knee. Ah, it's just a little pain, little pain. Mm-hmm. But that's the that's the the warning sign of hey, yeah, yeah. you got a little problem here. It's you have yeah. to take some rest. But as an athlete, I don't want to have to think about this, which is why you need coaches and trainers to tell you, hey, take today off. We're gonna go get a scan. We're gonna understand what's going on. We're gonna come up with a plan, and this is what we're gonna follow and do. You can't leave it to the players to say, ah, well, if you're injured, just say something. Or, and man, this is what I struggle with the most because I'm not someone on the national team who's played for you know a guaranteed starting six. Like, no, mm-hmm. I'm I'm the guy who's every year climbing, you know. But mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, in the past, like I, I took some time off for my foot. Maybe mm-hmm. I could have played. But I knew that if I pushed through just to play, I was going to have a problem. And that's what happened to me in Rimini. Uh, I had ruptured the plantar fascia on the bottom okay. of the foot. Okay. I, make a, I made a rupture uh, at the semifinals, sadly, of the, the year we won in Cannes. And so okay. I had to stop. The recovery is easy. Four weeks, by the fifth week, you start to play that. When I started to come back, I came back a little faster because this was the year of the Olympics. Yeah. So I was like, I need to play. I need to train. I you did. know what? And I so I in started the finals, to come in the finals. There you have e- to play exactly, 
And uh, I come back too fast. My other foot, boom, pain in the other one was like, and both feet were now not great. And now I've put myself in a terrible position to play the next year, which now I'm here in Olsen for the second year, but it would have been my first. I didn't make the Olympics because uh, I, I couldn't play well. And then I go overseas and I didn't play for one third of the season last year because of the problem in my feet that didn't get fixed. And this to me is where I feel so passionate about like, I don't want other players to have to experience yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. We, we have to we have to find a solution. And so for me, it starts at the top. The FIVB needs to do something to change this so players don't have to sacrifice their bodies in order to keep a spot, in order to give themselves a chance, you know, like... Because, because this uh, is like uh, we, we, we saw before. Uh, we don't want to... Uh, I'm not, no, I'm okay. I, I don't have mentally problems. I don't, uh, I don't need this. It's... It's the same with our body. No, I, I'm okay. Yeah. But your knees is getting some, you know, warning or your feet, you know. No, no, I can play. I can play until when, you know. Yeah. That's the problem. And we and, and we are so, we want to go through, but it's difficult. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, and we are seeing a lot of injuries, man. Every year, a lot of injuries. And probably most with the guys that are doing the, the national team. Yeah. You know the national team and 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 uh, and the clubs. That's 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 the, the real the real situation that we we need to change. Well, dude, I uh, I wish that this part of the story had like a beautiful ending, you know. <laughs> But uh, I don't know. I guess all I could say is like, if you're a player or someone listening to this. I don't know, reach out to Bruno. I reached out to you and you were so kind to me to, to speak with me about these problems. And, and I guess I hope this podcast in some ways just can bring a little awareness to the truth behind uh, what it's like to be a high-level player and, and uh, that we can also do something to look out for the future of volleyball in Brazil, mm -hmm. in the world, everywhere. Yeah. Um, so no, hopefully... it, it, it's nice. You, 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 you took a point uh, really important because we understand everything. We understand the business. We understand that and we are grateful for everything. But we have to take care of, of our bodies, of our bodies, of the athletes, of the, uh, you know, the mental health of everybody, because uh, in some moment we're going to pay this, you know, so we have to be careful about that. And that's what we are asking for, you know, to, to yeah. they have to take care. Yeah. And so I hope uh, I really hope that other athletes, especially like high level national team athletes can can speak out a little bit, you know, yes, and, yes, uh, yes. you know, I prefer that it doesn't come to some really uh, intense boycotting like I know, yeah. but 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 at the same time, like, if we don't do something, you know, this is how, you know, <laughs> how big, big corporations continue to make tons of money. Yeah. And like, you know, this yeah. is how the top stay at the top. And, and uh, it starts with us to be fortunate enough to be in a position to hopefully speak out and hopefully start with maybe our own national teams, you know, like we spoke mm -hmm. with our sports director to speak to the FIB, yeah, FIB yeah. and president to speak with them. And hopefully, hopefully something changes, you know, um, so. dude, I've like, this is, this was so cool that really, really, this was so cool for me because uh, I didn't know you, but I just felt like right away, just like, you're just such a, such a cool, such a fucking cool dude, honestly. And I feel <laughs> really grateful for your time. I, I really appreciate you taking the time in between trainings to, to talk. And um, this is kind of now just like a time for you. If there's anything like how can people follow what you're doing or, or know about your book, like anything you want to plug, let's say, like, please yeah. let us know. Uh, first of all, thank you for, for your, your invitation. For me, it's a pleasure to, to talk with a guy that uh, we don't know each other a lot, but uh, we have 
great friends in common and and uh, how I say to you before your spirit your energy this is something that even without play with you I always uh, had in, in 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 my in my eyes you know and uh, really appreciate and respect you for this and I hope you continue with the, your mentality and uh, no for me like uh, I think the book will be ready in the middle of this, this next year just in italian in the beginning mm. and uh, i have the instagram that I, i'm always there posting some things that i do outside of the court inside of the court some trainings and uh, but you don't write the book in uh, portuguese not not yet they, no? we are starting here and we are waiting for maybe who wants to 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 bring to brazil you know like yeah. uh, i don't know how to say edit edit, edit like uh, tra to translate yeah your editor yeah, for sure exactly yeah. yeah and uh but that's it i think uh it's just about that and uh i think we talk about everything and uh that's the the, the thing that i want to, to that the book is doing but when i do some some things that some conversations like this for for everyone who uh, is uh hearing is just about uh uh, enjoy the process, enjoy the ride, you know, and uh, share these good moments and try to to live the present and uh, for sure try to do your best every day. I think work ethic, dedication, this is something that is so special. That's something that I have these examples of my teammates in Brazil, in the national team, this generation that uh, inspired me a lot. And uh, and that's it. Just uh, and now is your time to be the inspiration, you know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I I felt like this uh, with some young guys now, you know, even the national team. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that uh, maybe I have this role now and uh, I'm I'm really like uh, motivated to do this role, too. You know, it's another role. Before I was just the captain and the guy who have to play and uh, to win. Now, maybe I'm not playing, uh, you know, maybe I'm in the bench. So you have to understand your role and uh, but just continue with you know with uh with joy and and with this passion this is the most important thing when you have this passion man just follow no this is something that will will make you keep going always dude i mean you're the man dude i love it and i i always feel like so grateful when i get to speak with someone we're like in the conversation like the skin on my or the hair on my skin sticks up you know like it's so cool to be this old and to have a peer who like, in my opinion, is like really, really inspiring, dude. You you really are. And I, I think in such a great way and, and also not in an unhealthy way. Like the message I take from you is like, be passionate in every aspect of your life. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's not just on the volleyball court. It's about understanding yourself. It's about enjoying the people that maybe you'll never see again. Yeah. You know, maybe it's like, I mean, my favorite example for myself was when I was in Busto Arsizio when I was playing yeah. in Milan yeah. and I became like best friends with my butcher, you know, like I see him, <laughs> I, I go to him two or three times a week to get some meat and, and we just have the best conversations. Like it, it reminds me, it's just a reminder of like, oh, don't lose yeah. yourself, you know, like don't lose yeah. yourself in the process. It's such a, yeah, volley... yeah. don't lose yourself, don't lose your don't waste your waste your time you know not yeah. waste your time but man enjoy enjoy yeah. your life we are so grateful of this yeah dude well i'm excited to see your continued success and uh i hope we at least get to see each other this summer you know for sure man we'll see hope yeah so too dude thanks again for your time you're the fucking man thanks. dude i love it thank you man thanks see dude. you see you